0: The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello
1: and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Mill, he's Ewan Cameron. Welcome to episode 60, which in bingo terms, Ewan, is... Episode
2: 60, Pick Up Sticks. No, this one rhymes. Episode 60, England lost a wicket. No, that doesn't rhyme, Ewan. Um, Episode 60... Steven's a prick.
1: <laughs> no, no, I again that that doesn't rhyme either. So it's 60, grandma's getting frisky. <laughs> so anyway, let's change the tune and let's get to all the feedback from last week's episode. Do we have to? It was a deluge of feedback for your subway sandwich story. Uh Jaffaman 82 says that Subway sandwich story made my ears bleed. Nauticus said I was listening to the podcast at work while I was driving my truck and your story made me want to jump out the door onto oncoming traffic. Scotty 0148. Was she maybe not listening to the same radio station and arrived at the shop around the same time with the song in her head? And I think you did clarify that, to be fair. Yeah. That you were listening to it on your Spotify. Yeah. So, uh, Andrew G. Wilson... This is how mum tells me or my dad any story ever. Loads of background info that's pretty useless by the end. Uh, Johnny Celtic, 23. I was actually painting whilst I was listening to the podcast and I was trying to work out what was more boring. The Union Subway sandwich story or watching the paint dry. <laughs> Scrambrose, 94.44. See the next time Ewan starts one of these pish stories. Can we get a warning so I can go and make a cup of tea or batter my boss with my golf shoes? Brendan Booth says 64 at 56. Tesco Lady was clearly hitting on Yoon. She wanted to go back to his for a homemade Subway sandwich and a bit of a roll around. <laughs> Jamie C. That story could have been cut down greatly by just saying something really weird happened. I was listening to Al Green on the way to Tesco, and when I got to the Tills, the lassie was humming the exact same tune. What are the chances of that? I think that that's the best bit of feedback that we've had because that, that actually sums it up. Uh, Biggin says, I normally don't mind listening to you and waffle on with these stories, but after hearing about his subway experience, it really annoyed me hearing him rattle off all those ingredients and how to cook a baguette, but yet he can't boil rice. Boys in green. If purgatory, purgatory is a real thing, it's being in Primark while Ewan recants his Tesco subway story. Smithy C., I felt like driving my car into the central reservation after that subway story. Mickey Dem, they should interrogate terror. They should interrogate terrorists, I should say, by cuffing them and making them listen to that sandwich story on repeat. There's more. Why? And this is about your hats. So do you want to go? Uh, go uh, back hold to on, this? hold on
2: a wee second. Hold on a wee second. Go and turn that music off because I'm really pissed off. Right. I didn't see many of those um comments that you've just read out right, but I mean it was overwhelming the amount of people to go in contact with the show. Not to talk about our football knowledge or no. to talk about the big stories of the week. All they wanted to do was have a pop at me for my subway sandwich story from last week's podcast. And here's what I want to say, and I want to address all those people and everyone else who you haven't read out. When you tell a story, you have to paint. A picture in their head. You want them to visualise the story that you are telling, right? I could easily have just gone, "Oh, something weird happened to me today." Um, I, 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 um, and I that was... that would have been amazing. That would have been no, so no, good. No, no, no. But that's not a story, right? Let me give you an example, right? Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a mum and a dad, and they're sat in their living room, and it's time for wee Stephanie to go to bed. She's seven years old. Right, Stephanie, up to your bed. you got school in the morning. So, name, not Goldilocks. No, 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 no. I'm just, listen, let, let me just do my thing, right? So you've got mum and dad sat on the sofa, right? Stephanie, time for bed. you got school tomorrow. Mummy, daddy, can you tell me a story? So the mum and the dad have the conversation on the sofa. Who's going to go and tell the story? Dad goes, I'll go and tell the story, right? So dad goes up the stairs, sits on the end of the bed to tell wee Stephanie a wee story before she goes to sleep because she's got school in the morning. And Dad decides to tell the story about Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And what you're expecting the Dad to do is this. Goldilocks and the Three Bears. The Three Bears made some porridge. It was a bit hot. They went outside. Goldilocks broke in. She ate it and went to bed. The end. That's not a story. That is not a story. But you need to lot, fill in it, the
1: detail. It's a lot less painful than what we had to sit through last week. I think that's the feedback that we,
2: we were getting. But I was painting a picture of what was going on at that particular time. I gave you detail. It's like the Irvin Welsh book, Spotting. It's like Renton uses drugs. Renton decides to, sh- to sort his life out. Renton goes to London to start a new job. Renton's pals come down to London. Renton steals money, the end. That's not a story. That's that doesn't fill in any details. It doesn't give you a but visual. We we're not we're not in the filmmaking
1: business, Ewan. We're we're doing a podcast. But but on, uh, on and, a po- and also I want to pick you up on something as well. You told that story on the radio. I did tell that story on the radio so the week reg- before. You're recycling and regurgitating rubbish stories. No,
2: they're not. <laughs> I mean, they are rubbish stories. They are. They are rubbish stories. Right. See when it comes to Telling a story as I'm going to reiterate, and I'm not going to change my ways. Yeah, n- you have to, you have to. F- paint the picture you have to give details so that people can feel part of it and they can visualise what's going on so when I'm driving in my car thinking about a subway sandwich and I'm driving into Tesco and I drive into the parking space Get all that and, and then I go round the vegetable aisle to buy all the vegetables that I need and all that people can visualise that I'm, they can see that
1: I'm not feeling well today so I'm not in the mood for this Yun, to be perfectly honest with you.
2: and you know another thing that I noticed last week right when I watched it back your face was tripping you, which I didn't notice at the time. But your face was tripping you when I told that story. And I think that was bang out of order. And I think your face, because it was tripping you and you looked bored, I think that influenced the comments that we got. So I think you are partly to blame for that awful reaction we got to my brilliant Subway sandwich story. And by the way, can I also just point to it, see you next week with it the be Halloween, I've got a really cracking story for you next week to celebrate Halloween. It's a scary story. And I'm going to give you all the detail, so I'm warning you in advance, brilliant Halloween story that's going to scare the pants off you.
1: Well, um,
2: God help us all.
1: Um, Alex Larg said, um, when did he get a game for the Yankees? Thought we agreed to bin the hats. You were wearing the hats last week and you're wearing them again this, ye- this week. Sean yeah. says, so much for you and hats going in the bin. Love you, mate, but stick
2: to the rules. But listen, everything that we've put into the Scottish football bin, we've not been able to to fulfil that wish or that promise so why should I take my hats off well what's the point in doing anything then Ewan just move on mate okay um, a lot of questions
1: about the shootout quiz as well seriously need to start putting a timer on Ewan's answers for the shootout if it was an actual penalty shootout his run up would be from the dressing room (laughs) John Lennox says I'll tell you what can get in the bin Ewan Cameron taking so effing long To answer a question It's like pulling teeth Bringing a 20 second cap Getting ridiculous now And finally Neeps thinks he knows Why Jose hasn't been picking up His phone the past couple of weeks Neeps thinks That Jose Katongo isn't answering Because we grassed him in On this podcast For being in Edinburgh With a woman that wasn't his wife (laughs) Because remember we spoke about that (laughs) he's in deep, deep trouble because of us that's why he's not picking up the phone he's in the doghouse so listen in all seriousness we do love your comments keep them coming in on Twitter at Scott, and also you can search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast or head to the Super Scoreboard channel On YouTube, make sure you subscribe. You'll get all the Super Scoreboard stuff from the Clyde One guys. And also, you'll get this podcast uh, straight to you every single week as well. You can leave your
2: comments on YouTube, no matter what it's about. We like hearing
1: from you. Yeah, and
2: listen, I don't mind getting DMs because my DMs are open on Twitter and also on Facebook. But see, you Muppets that sent me DMs about the Subway sandwich story. I'm not having it. It right. was
1: like you I'm 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 going to be perfectly blunt here. It was a shite story, and the overwhelming evidence backs that up. Right. I'm,
2: I'll walk out of here before we even get going. If you continue this, well, push. I
1: tell you what, you can you can you can take a wee juke across there actually, because we're going to start with the game yesterday in the Scottish Premiership, <laughs> which fir- finished Hearts one, Celtic four. Now, just to fill in, Ewan, <laughs> um, what did you say on Twitter um, uh-huh. that has led to? such a reaction over the last 24
2: hours in June when the fixture list was released I got into a Twitter debate with Jerry Taylor who's a friend of the podcast mm-hmm. Jerry Taylor's a big Celtic man um, he's an actor etc cetera, etc cetera. lovely guy and um, during the, um, the debate about the fixture list in June I said that the Celtic run now going to Edinburgh twice in a week is a really tough time in the season And he said to me on Twitter, if Hearts beat Celtic, I will film myself kissing the heart of Midlothian. I'll put it on Twitter. So it backed me into a corner. Mm. So I had to come up with something that I would do if Celtic beat Hearts. And I said, if Celtic beat Hearts in um, October, I will wear the Celtic jersey on the podcast. Now, that was in June. I'd completely forgot all about it. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, Elon Musk and Twitter give you this facility, this feature, which is called Bookmark, where you can bookmark tweets. Well, I mean, people would maybe remember anyway, Ewan. But loads of people bookmarked the tweet because, mm. see, yesterday, when that full-time whistle went... Because it did finish Hearts 1, Celtic right. 4. We'll get to the detail in just a second. So I have um, been reminded... Why did you make that bet? What but a stupid bet. He, back, re- he
1: backed me in the corner. I'm just, But I'm just reading here. That's Celtic's 10th successive win over Hearts in all competitions.
2: I think we've only won 3 in 40 or something. Yeah. And, but. Why did why be Hearts?
1: Why did the Hearts we,
2: always lie down we, to Celtic? We, we were so close yeah, uh, last season. It was 4 3. Brilliant game. We were, we were 2 and up, then 3 2 down, 3 3, then and, 4, four and, 3. And Celtic won? won 4 3, but it was a great game. But I just thought there has to come a time where we beat Celtic, and I thought it might be yesterday. Typical Hearts <laughs> run right. down to Celtic. So, because I'm a man of my word, I'm just going to jump over there and I'm going to change. Right, you do that. I'll run through what happened in the match just in case. Yeah, and then can I have my say on Naismith and Hearts?
1: Uh, if you must, yes. Um, Hearts won Celtic 4. Uh, O'Reilly, Maeda, Kyogo, Awata uh, all-scoring. Uh, Shankland um, pulling a goal back when it was 3-0, but Celtic remain unbeaten in the league, winning each of their opening five away matches, something no team has done since 2017-2018, which was uh, Brendan Rodgers' first spell in charge, of course. So um, Hearts stay in fourth place despite that result, and I believe you and Cameron will be making his way back
2: To the chair right now. Hello, everybody. You happy now? You happy? (sighs) Where'd you get that from? (laughs) Where'd you get it from? It's not a good time for me, Stephen. Right? This is on YouTube. This'll be all over Twitter. It's Mm going to be all over Facebook. Yeah. So where'd I get this talk from? Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, Peter, is a season ticket holder at Celtic. Right, okay. And um, he has kept every top that he's has bought. So he's kindly bought.
1: donated one for this podcast.
2: Yeah, you? well, I went round to the house. Your house. own
1: flesh and blood.
2: Yeah. So I went round to the house last night, my sister's house, and uh, when I got there, he had on his dining room table, I think like 20 different Celtic tops. What made you go for that one then? I didn't. Ashley I says, "Give me one. I don't give a shit. Just no. give me one. Cool. So the one that I have on, apparently, is from the '97-98 season, the first season that Henrik Larsson turned up mm-hmm. at Celtic Park. So that's what this top is. It's...
1: When, when Celtic stopped 10 in a row, I believe. Is that what this top is? I think so. That was that season, was it not? That was season was, se-
2: was that Larson's first season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because Hearts, so Hearts won the Scottish Cup in '98. Right, right. So the Celtic fans are clearly laughing their heads off that a Hearts fan is sat here. With a Celtic top on But you've just informed me That I've actually got a top on That stopped Rangers winning 10 in a row I'm pretty sure If that's the
1: season If I'm correct If that's 97-98
2: I'm pretty sure that was So so the Celtic fans are laughing And the Rangers fans are absolutely raging And pissed off I've got the Hearts fans who are pissed off with me I mean I don't suit green and white do I? I really don't I'm a maroon guy I mean it is a retro top It is a it's, It's an iconic top I can see that But fuck's sake do have to wait for the entire podcast?
1: Yes, you do. So, you said you wanted your thoughts on Stephen Naismith. Is he back to being sacked again, or what are we doing?
2: Right. Well, before I get on to Stephen Naismith, I thought Celtic were sensational yesterday. And that was them in third gear, and they were still outstanding. The goals, particularly that first goal, I thought the second goal was excellent as well. Great move down the right. Hatati cross in for Maida. But that first goal, Palma, Dink over the top, First-time volley, O'Reilly in the corner, sensational. So Celtic were superb, thoroughly deserved their win. Excellent. My problem with Hearts is that we didn't lay a glove on them. We know that Ranger and Celtic, on paper, and, if truth be told, are a much better side than Hearts. And have much more money than Hearts. And have much more money, but that's what I'm getting at. But when you see the likes of St. Johnson can go to Celtic Park and get a draw, you can see that Celtic struggle against Kilmarnock and others who are organised. They make a fight of it. They make it difficult for them. I can't remember the last time that Hearts turned up at a game at Tynecastle against Celtic and didn't lay a glove on them. There was nothing from us. There was no passion. There was no commitment. There was no fight. There was no belief. The setup was wrong. The team selection was wrong. Naismith is a bald Ian Cathro. The boy has to go. He's a novice in charge of the third biggest club in Scotland. And as it stands right now after nine games, we have 11 points. And the start that we had, you could have handpicked a better start to the season. And now we're going to the most difficult part of the campaign. And can I just tell you, can, can I can I read out some of the fixtures for Hearts in the next eight or nine games? Mm-hmm. Right, I screen grabbed this I mean, last night. Y- you say you can't remember the last time
1: that you played Celtic and didn't lay a glove on them. Your last three results, 4-1, which was yesterday, 2-0 at Tynecastle last year, 3-0 at Tynecastle last year.
2: Yeah, you can get beat, but you still put in a challenge, you still make it tough for them. 3-1 D- to Celtic, I, I also 2-0 f-
1: f- to Celtic, 4-1 right, to I'll Celtic. Say,
2: shut up, Stephen, you're rubbing salt in the wound. 5-0 to Celtic. And see, Tynecastle nine times out of ten, it's a cauldron. And... Even Brendan Rodgers said before the game, I love coming here because it's a cauldron. It's a red hot atmosphere. That wasn't even there. It was like the Hearts fans knew what was about to happen. Is that why they didn't? It didn't look like a sellout yesterday either, did it? No. A lot of the Celtic... sorry, a lot of the Hearts fans didn't turn up yesterday who are season ticket holders for a number of reasons. I'm not going to bother getting into it. They just don't turn up for the Rangers games or the Hearts games. They just, they would they would rather have Celtic and Heart, uh, Rangers fans banned completely from Tyne Castle. But anyway, I thought it was poor all round, and he, and again, Stephen Naismith, he's a novice in charge of the third biggest club in the country. The so, guy is clueless. Please sack him. Why? why Please did, sack him. Why did and you say that you need to give him ten games then? Well, because he wasn't my it choice. Goes, he wasn't my choice. You know, know that. I'm looked, no. I'm, I'm one of the first. I, you've only played eight games, right? My my issue. And eight's less than well, ten. Listen, the start that we have had. He needs to go now. You're sitting in fourth. Right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you we're, finish we're, there at the end Stephen, of the season... Stephen, we're shite.
1: I know, but if you finish Stephen, there at the end of the season, you'll get in Europe. Okay. Here's, here's, Stephen Naismith has got here, you on course he, for he, European the, football. The
2: reason that Stephen Naismith got the job in the summer, unfortunately, I hate saying this, is, is, is the fans are partly to blame.
1: It's the, the fans'
2: fan. fault? The fans' fault. So wait a
1: minute, wait, 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 wait.
2: We've had Anne Budge to blame. We've had your boy
1: Joe Savage. He was to blame. Uh, Robbie Nielsen probably to blame as well. Now it's the Hearts
2: fans yeah, they're that are to blame. Partly to blame. Yeah, they're part of the process because right. when the discussion was being had about who should be the next Hearts manager, for some weird, strange reason, a lot of the Hearts fans on the Jambos kickback message board um, wanted Smith to get the job and I just never understood it. So I was totally against it from the get-go. So we had, up until yesterday a favourable start to the season with the, the fixtures and we even had Hibs at home and we'd Celtic at home and we've picked up one point out of six, right? So what's coming up for Hearts is a run of fixtures that I think Stephen Naismith will not survive, right? Next nine games, Rangers away, Livingston at home. Now, we always struggle against Livingston then we've got Rangers at Hampden in the League Cup semi-final we've got Motherwell away we've got Kilmarnock away we've got Rangers at home Aberdeen away Celtic away now he's not going to survive that so I know sitting here today that Stephen Naismith is ultimately going to get the boot then do it now he's not the man for the job and see he was sat there in the dugout and sky cameras kept panning over to him he looked clueless he didn't have a clue what was going on. Isn't it just he the looked fact, baffled? It? He didn't have a plan B. It was he was sat there in front of this this TV screen as if he's Pep Guardiola. Mate, you're a bald Ian Cathro. That's what you are. Get out. You're okay. not good enough for the job. Are you still wanting him to hang around and do like a youth job at this stage? Oh, or I, just, going to him totally I just want him gone. I just right. want him gone. Okay. I want the whole setup gone. I really do. And again.
1: Celtic, Celtic outstanding. Knocked over your zoo there. So, Um, Listen, um, it was an absolute stroll in the park for Celtic yesterday. They are, uh, what, seven points clear? Seven points clear. So there we are. Um, Celtic, top of the league. And um, hearts still in force, still in course for European football under uh, Stephen Naismith, of course.
2: We'll see uh, how long he lasts. You're, You're trying to spin a positive. You sound like a politician. I see what I see, and what I see I don't like. It, well, I, I just deal in facts. So if Hearts were to finish where they are just now, would they f- get European football? Stephen, we should be cantering in third spot. Forget fourth. I, I, I
1: know,
2: but well, our you, our aim is third.
1: I know. I get that. I totally get. Listen, I totally get that. Right? That's fine. But I, all I'm saying is, if
2: Hearts finish fourth, they'll get European football. Yeah, but that's not good enough for us. Okay, right. That's fine. No,
1: that's fine. Uh, elsewhere. Uh, Let's get to Ibrox. And it was a very, very good start for Philippe Clement. His first game in charge, 4-0 against Hibs. Uh, Seymour seems to be a bit of a player. Nine goals Mm -hmm. for Rangers now. Uh, Dessers also scoring. Raskan getting his first goal for Rangers as well. Hibs did go into the game six unbeaten, um, but Rangers well on top of Ibrox on
2: Saturday. And just the start that the new manager would have wanted. This is going to sound really weird. Me sat here with a Celtic top on, praising Rangers and how good they were. But they were outstanding. Very, very good. I think Hibs helped them because they were very open. Hibs turned up with a 4-2-4 formation, which I think played into Rangers' hands. But I thought there was a better intensity about Rangers. They were more threatening. They They, they played the ball quicker. They took risks. And they thoroughly deserved their win. I think they had some like twenty-six shots on goal as well. Sima's turning into a, a good find. I know he's only on loan from uh, Brighton, but that boy knows the back of the net. It's two really good goals he scored as well. Uh, I was happy for Dessers um, getting his goal because he's been getting a lot of stick recently. I thought Cantwell when he came on that reverse pass to Dessers was was Messi-esque. Um, By the way, how did Alex Lowry get on yesterday? Just out of interest. <laughs> Zico. Zico, yeah. Zico's Forgot to ask. Uh How did he get on? He got hooked. He got hooked. In the the early part of the second half. So, what did did he. It wasn't his game. Right. It wasn't his game. Cool. um, Zico famously didn't turn up in the big games. No, no, no. no. Or Messi didn't turn up in the big games. No, no, no. no, no, no. Anything Um, like that. No. Anyway, we're not talking about Lowry or Hearts. We've done that. We're talking about Rangers. So, yeah, I thought there was a lot of positives there. Do you know what else I noticed about the game against Hibs? is it Lundstrom who was normally a defensive type midfielder where how Beale had um, had positioned him he played further forward mm-hmm. and he actually played a lot better in that position it looks it, like it, everyone seemed to be 10 yards further forward
1: yeah i mean i think Clement, you know obviously very early days but he looks like he's going to go for it all the time Aye. um and you know i don't think that Um, we'll see how that gets on in Europe this week obviously a really tough game against Slavia Prague away from what was it Slavia Prague is part of Prague aye one of the Prags so it'll be interesting to see how they set up in Europe because Rangers have had a lot of success in Europe clearly um, by being quite defensive uh, especially away from home so it'll be
2: interesting to see what he does on, on Thursday night listen they'll have tougher games ahead I think has made it a wee bit easier for them, but you still have to beat what's in front of you. And Rangers were under a lot of pressure going into that game, but they've got the lift of Clement. The fans were there and they backed the team. Sparta Prague is. Sparta Prague. So. Yeah, good day at the office for Philip Colomont. And the early signs for Rangers look good. They've got a really nice runny fixtures. As they well, have.
1: Because, as I mentioned, obviously Thursday night will be difficult. Sparta Prague are no mugs. But then they've got like a banker three points on uh, a Sunday because they've got hearts at home. Shut up. Um, then they take on Dundee, uh, which you would expect. You just have no yazoo there. Um, then they're taking on Dundee. Then, obviously, another gimme uh, against
2: Hearts in the League Cup semi-final. Shut up, Steven. seen a cup game. Mm. I- anything can happen in a cup game. Look at Kilmarnock when they played Celtic at Hamden. It was mm. a close game. Yeah, then mm. they've got Sparta-Prague at home, Livingston away. So, mm. um, you know... I, I, All I, right, then. How's your, you, know, how's your you, know, you know how I'm sitting here with a Celtic top on just now? Yeah. Because I made a stupid bet. Hearts will get to the League Cup final. Hearts will beat Rangers and get to the League Cup final because seen a cup game... Anything can happen. We all know that. Hearts will beat Rangers in the League Cup semi-final and if we don't, on the Monday morning when we come out to do the podcast, I'll wear a Rangers jersey if we don't win. I mean, sometimes you come in
1: wearing a Rangers jersey anyway and I need to remind you to take it off. You know, let's be honest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, come on Hearts! Listen, listen. We have to get a result against one of the big two at some point and it could be the League Cup semi-final. That might be the game that gets us up and running and it might start our season. Stevie Smith's charge to European football will continue. We'll
1: see what happens. Another game in the Premiership on Saturday, obviously a depleted fixture list uh, due to Storm Babette. Uh, Kilmarnock 3, Livingston 1 finished in the So a good win for Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock hadn't won in the league since the opening day of the season against Rangers. Um, I heard Derek McKenna speaking after the game Vassell getting a couple of goals he was like I love it when my strikers contribute and score goals which sounded like one of the most obvious obvious things (laughs) I've ever heard
2: in my life Um, but Vassell and Marley Watkins are a good combination you're obsessed with Marley Watkins I like Marley Watkins I think he's a good player I think um, when he was out injured I think Kilmarnock missed him and it's no surprise that he's back and they've won a game
1: yep up to fifth in the table for Kilmarnock Uh, Danny Armstrong who's been terrific as well he was actually on loan Uh, at Dunfermline years ago Danny Armstrong scored for Kilmarnock on Saturday aye was was he he he, he was on loan from Wolves to Dunfermline years ago but he was like 17, 18 he was really really young and you could see that he had something but he just you know he wasn't quite ready yet And join your Yazoo there and um, it's good to see that he's actually developed into a, a pretty handy player. Do you
2: remember of... him when he was at Dunfermline?
1: Yeah, yeah, just a wee winger. I think he was maybe under, like, Jim McIntyre or something, maybe something Did like that. Did
2: he get that. much in um, game time? Uh, yeah, I think he played a few games, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's
2: turned into a decent player, actually. Yeah. Uh, see, during the summer, when Hearts were obviously making some signings, I actually um, floated the idea of going for Armstrong at Kilmarnock and getting him into Hearts. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't actually that long ago. It was 2018, um, so... Six appearances, he was on loan from
1: Wolves. Then he went to Wraith Rovers, Ross County back to Wraith Rovers and he seems to have sort of settled at on, And he's now. playing well. Yeah. He, is a, he is a danger for a good them. Good age now as well, 26. So yeah. uh, Danny Armstrong again on the score sheet. Livingston, meanwhile, uh, dropped down to seventh. But I mean, it's so tight if you look at it. Hearts and fourth on course for European football under Stevie Smith on 11 points. And then Ross County in eleventh on seven points. So there's only four four points separating, you know. So are, to 11th. Are, are,
2: are hearts closer to relegation than we are to St. Mirren in third. No. What's the so points it's difference? The same difference. Four and four is the same.
1: How many that, points have St. Mirren got? St. Mirren have got fifteen, and Hearts of eleven.
2: Oh, okay. And then Ross County have seven, and Hearts of eleven. So it's four and four.
1: I mean, actually... um, The
2: way we're playing right now, we're more likely to drop down the table than we are to climb the table because when I've... You're being very
1: negative.
2: No, I'm not, Steve. I'm being realistic. And you need to stop trying to get me to bite with some of the shite that you talk or some of the questions that you say or saying things like Stephen Naismith guiding hearts to European football with a fourth-place position.
1: No, That's a fact, fact. But as it
2: stands right now, we're more likely to fall down the table than we are to climb that's a fact how's that a fact I've that's, just told you opinion. I've just read you the nine fixtures that we've got coming up that's an opinion you don't know you've just said
1: that uh, Hearts are going to beat Rangers well I've got, got to League stay cup. positive
2: I've for something so why not do it for the League Cup semi-final against Rangers let's do it let's turn up at Hamden in force and let's turn that around and get ourselves a result and get ourselves into a cup final and then get pumped by Aberdeen or Hibs. okay
1: Right, fair enough. Championship, Uh, there was a game on Friday night, Airdrie won, Queen's Park won, it was a bit wild with the weather, uh, wind affecting that quite badly. Elsewhere on Saturday, uh, really, really poor result for Dunfermline, getting beat at home by Air United, two bad defeats in a row actually for Dunfermline now, getting pumped by Partick Thistle last time out and it's the Fife Derby this weekend, it starts Park. Montereyth Rovers, so we'll see what happens then and what about this, a thumping win for Dundee United, 5-0 winners at Partick Thistle on Saturday. They're now four points clear at the top, Uh, four points clear of Wraith Rovers,
2: uh, but they do have a game in hand, obviously, because they were off on Saturday. It's irrelevant, that game in hand. Dundee United are going to walk that league. You think? Oh, they're they're going to have it done and dusted by March. Tell get that marked down in your diary, okay. Well, your predictions
1: have been really good so far this season. So, um, Dundee United scoring 22 goals, highest scorers in the championship, and they've only conceded four goals as well. So, obviously, um, they aren't conceding much.
2: At so, what back. happened to Dunfermline at the weekend, mate?
1: Uh, we didn't play very well, and we got beat one. It's amazing how it quickly
2: you just like, like, like skip over your team, Dunfermline, when you have a poor result when it's a decent result. You're waxing lyrical I don't about think them. I, do
1: talk a, I, I, I don't think I do talk a lot about Dunfermline. John, I mean, you're a Falker fan. Do I talk a lot about Dunfermline on this podcast? I don't no, think I do. don't,
2: know. No, I don't think I do. Good. I'd like to talk about them today, though. You could talk
1: about them if you want. What would you like to say? <laughs> How pish were they? Tell me. Very pish. Okay. Apparently, the first half was uh, the worst we've played under James McPake, according to James McPake.
0: Music <gasps> to my ears.
1: <laughs> you know? so, listen, I, 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 I did say at the start of the season it's going to be inconsistent, and if somebody offered me fifth, or sixth Safe just now I would take it Genuinely I really would I mean I don't think we're. I, I don't think We're going to get dragged Into a any relegation. Sort of relegation I don't think we are
2: But Are you getting a result Against Wraith Rovers At the weekend? Well I mean they're playing well So I think they're They're favourites So you No know, That's a no then Yeah I, I wouldn't be very
1: confident About it But we are due a win because we've been guff for the last two games. So. That's
2: true. Um, we'll see what happens. Are that happy, do you want me to continue talking about the film? one? No. no. I keep I keep seeing myself on the screen in the Celtic top and it looks wrong. It's quite funny. Uh League Danny, one keep this on for the entire show? Yes, you do.
1: League 1. Uh, Aloha 3, Celtic Hearts 1 uh, on Saturday, a big win for Alowa. They've been uh, pretty rotten of late actually. Um so that was a impressive win against Kelty who have actually been uh, not too bad at all. Annan 0, Queen of the South 1. Talking of teams that needed to turn that around, Queen of the South were definitely yes. one of those. Uh, losing, what was it, five in a row before that. And uh, they beat Annan 1 0 on Saturday. Cove versus Montrose was off. Hamilton dropping points against bottom of the table Edinburgh City, which means. Falkirk's win at Stirling Albion what was it another late late show from Falkirk producer John I think it was that's what wins the league
0: Stephen that's Absol- what Dan Femlin did last season yes, did sir. quite well in uh, one games yes exactly so,
2: were, were you there John I was indeed um, what was the performance like overall for Falkirk? It was
0: pretty poor, if I'm honest with you. But, um, you know, Stirling and Albion haven't actually lost a game at fourth bank for 11 months now. Uh, that's the first game they've lost there. And, you know, like I say, it's three points back down the road. And I have to say, Stirling might be my new favourite away day. It's, uh, it's,
1: it's, I c- it's I a quite great like, wee
0: away day, that. I quite
1: like fourth bank. It's decent. Yeah, yeah. it's like a proper wee ground. I like it. So, Falkirk... Top of the table, two points clear of Hamilton. But Hamilton remain unbeaten alongside Falkirk, Dundee United and Celtic, the only four teams in Scottish football who haven't lost the match so far. Right, let's move on to League Two then. And we're going to hand over to our League Two correspondent on the Big Scottish Football Podcast. He's a very busy man, but he always finds time for us and his love of Scottish lower league. It's POTUS himself. It's President Joe Biden.
0: Hey, you and
2: in Stephen Damned the Storm Banner. The Mighty Warriors game against Petter Head was called off, as was four for his trip to Elgin. Three games did survive, though, and there was certainly a storm in Methil as East Fife gubbed Stranraer for goals to nil. The Spartans kept their unbeaten run going with a win over Dumbarton, and it was a back-and-forth game at New Dundas Park as Bonnerick Rose beat the Bully with 3-2, to two, and that meant manager Brian Reed got the old 9-10 jack. Not much movement in the league, though, Peterhead stay top while Spartans climb to third. Got to go now, boys, before I poop my pants.
1: See you later, Joe. Don't poop your pants. And that is League Two done and dusted for this week. Let's go through some refereeing decisions, shall we? La gente esta muy loca. What First of all, happy birthday to VAR in Scottish football, and therefore this feature.
2: Oh, right. it's a year, isn't it? It's a year right. since it came into Scottish football. And the first game to introduce VAR? It was Hearts versus Celtic. Last year. F-
1: that was uh, not that uh, first game. game that we yeah. were talking about earlier. Um, I thought it was a fairly quiet weekend, to be perfectly honest yeah yeah, Let's start with Hearts-Celtic yesterday. Obviously, the big talking point was the penalty given on Kyogo. Um, Hatati missed it, so it didn't really matter in the end. But, you know, I thought... Ugh, I felt a wee bit sorry for Cochrane to be honest with you. I don't think he meant it. It was a bit clumsy. Obviously, his knee sort of goes into the back, eh? Yeah. Cool, wasn't he? I think it, it probably was just about a penalty, but if I'm a Hearts fan, I'm not very happy with that, I don't think. You know, It's it was tight, but I can see why he's given it. And then, if the referee's given it, they're not
2: overturning it for that, really, are they? Because it wasn't a clear and obvious error. Yeah. So he's not going to be asked to look at the screen. At that moment... As I was watching it, I thought that Kiego had taken a a dive, and then you see the replay from behind the goal, and there's there's connection. He yeah. does he does. It's like Kiego gets his his leg there as Cochran's try to shield the ball at the same time. Yeah, and there is connection. I think it's a penalty. Just, it's just a penalty. But I think the referee got it right. There's another few things,
1: uh, oh, across the weekend, but penalty claim after a Joe Newhan ball at Rangers. I don't think there was much in that, to be honest. Uh, Craig Napier was in charge. Kilmarnock versus Livingston. Brad Lyons and uh, Saragri uh, went in for the same ball uh, with a Kelly man connecting with him for the penalty. uh, Penalty claim. Oh, yes. Matty Kennedy. Nah. Handball? No. Nah. nah. It's a fairly quiet week, I thought. So yeah.
2: Do you know what? Apart from what's what's been the big controversial thing for the season so far when it comes to VAR? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I think it's been I think the referees have been pretty decent. Unlike the Premiership down south. I mean they've had disaster after disaster when it comes to V A R, but here in Scotland this season, Touchwood, um we've kinda got away with it. Well it brings us on nicely to what we're putting in the bin.
0: The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan
2: Cameron. Have we found out what the name of this tune is? No,
0: we haven't. Because somebody
2: wants to know what the name of the tune is because they want
0: to download it for the ringtone. I think it's like Play School or something like that. I'll have to dig it out. It's not it's the name. It's like one of these generic beds that you get, you know, for... A bed in.
1: being sort of backing yes, music, John. Yes, sorry, yeah, that technical ra- term, yes. If you're using radio terminology yes, I'll, I'll that nobody will understand. I'll get the full name for it for you, so. Okay, that's fine. So this is the last time we're going to put something in the bin because it's absolutely rammed full because they've been chucking everything in the bin so far this season Uh, so so far in there we have plastic pitches we've got the question who do you really support stadium burgers double bookings players who don't celebrate against their former clubs lunchtime kickoffs, children holding signs at football grounds Ewan's hats glory hunters and sponsored
2: stadiums are all in the bin it is overflowing and it's not us that have put this stuff in the bin we put forward things we think should be in the Scottish football bin but you the listener yep have voted for all these things to go in the bin. Exactly. We're just so in tune with the Scottish football got fan. a finger on the pulse. So, it was a big one last
1: week that I nominated and it was obviously off the back of the Scotland stuff. Yeah. Um, it was VAR. Will it be joining all of those things in the Scottish football bin as we take it out to be empty? Don't worry, we will bring back the bin later on in the season. It's yes. just,
2: you know, we, we need to get the bin Here's then. the thing though, with this result it will confirm whether or not we've got a 100% record.
1: That is true. I don't actually know the results. So Scott Killen says, I was very keen for it to be brought in, but haven't seen firsthand that it ruins the matchday experience for paying supporters, you can't celebrate goals. The biggest reason why people attend games properly for fear of VAR chopping it off. Give me real-time dodgy refing all day long. HR, uh, HR, H recharge, I should say. Uh, v R is undoubtedly not working at the moment. I think it means more calls are correct, not all though. But fans can't celebrate goals. There's always that doubt when there was an offside in the build-up, or a foul, or somebody was on the third of the yard of the keeper, and all the rest there. Uh, Mister Smiley Face Six, keep VAR as the old expression goes. A bad workman blames his tools. Part-time referees should be your next bin question. The standard in Scotland is a bigger issue than VAR. we have just been talking about how the referees have been all right. This I, season. I, I can't think of anything on the top of my head that's been really controversial. R J Demon One, I voted yes because the idea of VAR is great, but the implementation of it is a joke. The st- Standard of refereeing is a huge concern for me, though, as even with VAR they still cannot come to the right decision. Scottish referees are guff, but this doesn't. Uh, this does happen at higher levels as well. Uh, Mark J. Lumsden says it ruins football. You can't even celebrate a goal anymore. That disallowed Scotland goal was the final straw for me. Get it in the bin. Hasn't brought any improvement. Super sixty seven, VAR must stay. Yes, mistakes are made with VAR, but not as many without. And Gordy B says VAR isn't the problem. Bin the Scottish football refs to get everything wrong, even with a video playback. So mixed reaction. Mixed reaction.
0: But yeah. let's find
1: out with our drum roll, please, whether VR is going to the Scottish football bin. sixty-four percent of the vote. Oh. Oh. VR through. is going in the bin. Yes. One hundred percent record for us. Uh, can I see? I'm surprised by that. Vote. stop it. We're Humpty. Do that hang where you sort of like stamp on top of the bin just Aye. to sort of get it down to get that it in. Are. Yeah, exactly.
2: I am. I'm kind of surprised at that. I thought it'd been a higher percentage. Yeah. So when you said sixty four percent, I was like, oh, could it go the other way? Yeah. I thought it'd be around eighty plus something percent to put r in the bin. Listen, can, it's, a, it's, I, it's, can, it's a simple majority for the bin. Would you? Would you genuinely, know that you've calmed down from
0: last week? Would you get rid of it? Yeah. Would you, producer John? I see. I've never been affected by it because obviously we <laughs> you don't do. have it in League One. No, well that that's not
1: true because oh, Scotland, sc- Scotland. No, Scotland, yeah. the semi-final I mean, against Inverness last true, year. Very true.
0: Very true. The first time we had VR in the first five minutes, it did Falker get in- a Inver- penalty. Inver- uh, Inverness got a penalty. So I get it in the bin. Yeah, exactly. No, I I just think I
1: know what you're saying about. I'd probably keep goal line technology if there's a way to do the sort of semi automated offside. Side. Fine. But I think for everything else, Boom. The, the on-field referee should have the final call. Yes,
2: and that's it. I'll, I'll, did you see the um, the situation with Liverpool and Everton at the weekend there uh, with Canati? An absolutely ludicrous situation. I where, it.
1: where you obviously can't intervene because Canati, um it was a second booking. It, would yes. have been, it wouldn't have been a straight red card. No. But every single day of the week, if the referee sees that back again he's booking them and he's getting sent off.
2: I watched that back in more detail on Saturday night and it is a second yellow. No doubt about it. It's a second yellow. And I thought that um, Sean Dyche was right in what he said. He goes, the reason that VAR was brought in was to speed up the game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and keep things moving along. He goes, you know 99.9% of the time whenever the referee's called over the screen, he's going to change his mind. Yeah. So we already know that. Just give the penalty.
0: Yeah.
2: Just give the penalty. Just stop with this nonsense in this theatre of you running over the screen. I guess it's that way where, particularly with the Premier League down south, football isn't really a sport anymore. It's just a TV show. You're right, actually. And I think Do you know what? There's a lot to be said about that because it also gets labelled a tourist league. Yeah.
1: I I I think that VER is not for any benefit of people actually going to football matches. It's just the it's theatre, it's right. telly, right. it's dramatic. Yeah. It's going across the screen, it's doing the sign. Yeah. It's shy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really glad that 64% of, uh, of people uh, agree with us. Right, so the bin is full. We are going on to something else. Now, we are going to do start, sub, sell. So it's a bit like Snog, Marry, Avoid, except for Scottish football. So you need to decide which one of these three players you would start, which one you would have as a sub... In which one you would sell. So here's the first start sub sell on the big Scottish football podcast. Today's three players are Henrik Larson, Ali McCoyst, oh. and your hero, John Robertson. Hearts legend. Henrik Larson, Ali McCoyst, and John Robertson. Now I'll just read through some stats, obviously. Uh, Henrik Larsson, 315 appearances and 242 goals Celtic's third top goalscorer of all time 106 appearances (coughs) uh, for Sweden and 37 goals He won the European Golden Shoe with 35 goals in 38 games in one 2 He was ranked 14th and 12th in the Ballon d'Or in 2001 and 2003 Four league titles, two Scottish Cups, two League Cups Player of the Year twice, he's also won the Liga twice Champions League winner with Barcelona, one-time Premier League winner with Manchester United and Swedish Footballer of the Year four times in a row and also came third in a World Cup. Ali McCoist, 581 appearances for Rangers, 355 goals, Rangers Club record goal scorer and the fifth highest scorer of all time in the top league's history. 61 caps for Scotland. 19 goals. First Scot to win the European Golden Boot in 1992. 10 times League winner with Rangers. One time Scottish Cup winner, which I am very surprised
2: by. Only one Scottish Cup.
0: Is that right, John? Alamy Coist only won
2: one Scottish That's Cup. That's
0: what it said in his Wikipedia, and I questioned that as well. I should probably look more into that. Uh, nine time League Cup winner
1: and uh, one time Players' Player of the Year, two time Golden Boot winner. And John Robertson, finally, 271 goals for Hearts, including 27 in Edinburgh Derbys. Sixteen appearances for Scotland with three goals, three times league runner-up, one-time Scottish Cup winner, one-time Scottish First Division winner, um, and two-time winner of the tenant and Sixties as well. <laughs> SPFA Young Player of the Year and top goal scorer in the Premier League in eighty-nine ninety. You and Cameron, you need to start one, sub one, and sell one. What are you going for?
2: This is who who came up with this idea. Listen, that's that's uh, just. And who came up with the three players? Because this is a nightmare.
1: Well, it's, it's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. And, I, and to be fair, it was me. And I, the only reason I picked John Robertson is I knew that would throw a spanner in the box. I, try, I mean, I mean, I, I see th- between
2: the three, I'd rather do Shag Maria voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 um, I mean, I think it's fairly obvious. I don't word. think it's. How's it obvious? If, I, if I th- th- are you just basing it off the records and how many trophies have won? No, I, you can't do that. No, I, okay. Can I? Okay, let me just throw a wee span in the works, right? I think that out of the three players, yep. the three players here that we're discussing right now, and we also want you to get involved as well on our Twitter page, etc. etc. And, and, football, on, YouTube, Scott, and yeah. on
1: YouTube, you can leave your comments, of course.
2: I think that without a shadow of a doubt, and there's no debate with this, that Henrik Larsen is a better player. Yes, I would agree with you. Right, then all three. A better all-round player. He had a bit of everything and he could score goals. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could score goals but he had a bit of everything, right? Mm -hmm. He could drop deep, he could make things happen. He wore that very top. Do you have to remind me? Yes, yes I do, yes. But when it comes to who was the most natural goal scorer, who was the better finisher, who was the fox in the box, who would you put your mortgage on Scoring the goal to win you a cup final or to win you a league title, you're probably looking at McCoyster Robertson as a fox in the box. Now you're looking <laughs> you. You're, no, <laughs> I don't know if you're taking this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, listen, like, right,
1: well, I, I, right, okay.
2: When we're talking about the art of scoring goals, that's what we're talking about here, right? The art of scoring goals. Who was, it's not about your record and how many goals you've scored, but who was the best at it? I I could have gone into a Celtic team and scored loads of goals in that particular period, if I'm a half-decent player. There was lots of players that went into that Celtic team and didn't score loads of goals, though. No, but you know my point is here, right? So let's talk about, see, for example, let me give you another one, right? Ian Rush, Liverpool legend. Yeah. Fox in the box. One of the greatest goal scorers of all time. He's not on our list, though. He's not on our list, but this, but this is my example. Ian Rush scored goals. That's all he did. He uh-huh. didn't really offer much else. He wasn't an all-round brilliant player. Yes, he was a decent player, but what he was was a goal scorer. So let's just look at it from that perspective about putting the ball in the back of the net, 18 yards, in the box, post to post. So I, 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 I,
1: out of the three...
2: I think out of the three, Henrik Larson has scored the fewest goals, but he also had the fewest appearances out of this as well. But, but, but my point is, I think Larson is a better player than all of than those two, right? Yeah, I don't, so think, I don't think anyone I, would disagree I'm with that. I'm going to upset Celtic fans, and I'm going to upset my own fans as well. And I'm going to go with McCoist. Starting McCoyst. I'm starting McCoyst. That's up to you. I'm starting McCoist. I think he's a better goal scorer and I would put my mortgage on him getting me the goal that I need in the game. Okay. Right, as a goal scorer, not as so a player. Right,
3: so
1: we can lock that in. You are starting... McCoist. You're starting McCoyst. Yeah. Who are you putting on the bench? Who are you subbing?
2: Again, if I'm looking for a goal, <laughs> I'm going to put Larson on the bench. I'm putting Larson on the bench. Okay. And Robertson's not getting a game. Okay, so you're selling Robertson. I'm selling Robertson. Now, I, I think this is fairly straightforward. It's not straightforward because you're just doing it based on what titles have won and what leagues no, have won. We're no, I'm, I'm doing them. it. I'm we're doing talking, it. Is it. Okay. If let's, no, no, let, I'm let, you, let me I'm ask not, you the question. No, no. let me ask okay. you a question, right? You want a striker that guarantees you a goal. Who's the most likely to get that goal? I, I would be happy with it. I think they're all
1: much, much, and I think they're all fox in the boxes. I was doing something for Dunfermline yesterday. It was like a captain's brunch. And we we're talking about a game where Dunfermline played Celtic in the Scottish Cup. And one of the players who was their former uh, Dunfermline captain, Scott Thompson, was saying, Henrik Larson didn't touch the ball for the entire game, scored twice, right? Well, like, you know, Aye, yeah. just popped up mm-hmm. with goals, and you're mm-hmm. like, you know, like what a yep. finish. Um, so I don't think there's much be- much between them
2: in regards I, I, to goal scoring. That's what you mean. You see, you yeah, yeah, so, so, so,
1: so therefore, I think I would have to go with the best player who I think is Henrik Larson. So I would start him,
2: however, but if you're basing on goal scoring,
1: I, 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 for, me it's, for me, it's fairly straightforward, and this is the way I see it. I would start Larson McCoyst on the bench, sell Robertson. So I would start Larson, sub McCoyst sell Robertson. Who's a more natural I, goal scorer? Who's the better goal scorer? Who guarantees I, I, I you the th- goals? I think they all guarantee you goals. Genu- i to genu- pick one. Just for no, the goals alone. I'd pick Larson. Would you? Here's something though, right? And this might put a wee spanner in the works. Out of those three, who are you getting most money for if you're selling them? To if, them they, if, they, if they were to, around today at their peak to then reinvest
2: into your squad, who are you getting the most out of that? So at their peak, if they were around today in 2023, who's getting the most money? And that might influence whether you want to
1: sell them or not. Because let's be honest, like if it was McCoy starting and then Robertson and you're selling Larson, that would still be fine because you'd make so much money for selling Henrik Larson, I think. You know what I mean?
2: I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. But again, you would want to keep a Larson and a McCoyst in your squad because they guarantee you goals of, of, of and but success. But I know what you're saying. it's a really good point. Because I, I don't think you're getting as much money
1: for a McCoyst or a Robertson than you are for a Larson. Oh!
2: I think you can, oh. I, I think you can sell Larson for more money. So see, in today's day and age, right, is Larson an uh, £80 million player at his peak, £90 million player oh, I, at his I, peak? I, I, I mean, I I don't know. Pro- probably.
1: I mean, the fact that he's foreign as well, obviously, he would go for more money than someone who's Scottish. Aye. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Um, and, and 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 and, 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 let's, and you've just and you know, I agree with you. He's the best player there. Aye. He's he's had the most decorated career in terms of you know yeah yeah totally Champions League totally. and stuff like that. So I, I think you're getting more money for Larson. So then the question becomes: Well, do you want a? Sell him for the most money, so then you can reinvest spend in that your squad and reinvest it in your squad.
2: No, nah, nah, you wouldn't. You would, you would, you would get rid Robertson. You'd sell Robertson because you, even though you wouldn't you, make it as, as I mean, a, a fraction of the money, doesn't matter. Think think about that for a second, right? Larson and McCoyson in the same no, squad. No,
1: no, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I know that,
2: I? but could you? But just try and imagine that for a second. I mean, those two legendary footballers in the same squad. I mean, you're winning everything. Yeah, you're winning everything, but. As, as, as you and I agree, the only thing that we agree on here is that Larson is easily the best player out of three, but for me, the best goal scorer is McCoy, which is why I would choose him and have Larson coming off the bench if we need... See, I thought I maybe, you know, McCoy's was
1: more prolific when I was a wee bit younger. I was thinking McCoy's coming off the bench and
2: Aye. scoring.
1: And, and later so he, on he, in his he, career... He was actually a bit of a super sub.
2: Yeah, he was. Times. Later on in his career, certainly was, 100%. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good question. It's a tough one. And I'm sure everybody will have an opinion on it, but for me, it's McCoyst to start, Larson on the bench, and then Robertson to be sold. And for me, it's Henrik Larson starting,
1: Ali McCoyst as a sub, and selling John Robertson bit. Tell us whether you agree. Yeah. Tell us your opinion as well. At Big Football Scott is our Twitter feed. You can comment on YouTube as well. We'll read out the best um, next week. Obviously, give a wee bit of... Um, a wee bit of background as to how you've come to your decision as well. So um, that is uh, start, sub, sell, and that is our brand new game. Henry Larson, Ali McCoyst, John Robertson. Which one are you starting? Which one are you subbing? Which one are you selling? Right, okay. Let's move on. And uh, just a wee reminder before you uh, before we go and call Jose Katongo. Hopefully picks up this week. Um, you can search for us on YouTube. Just search for the Clyde One Super Scoreboard YouTube channel. So just type that in at the top. You can follow all the guys. You'll see their clips. You can watch the show live as well as listen to it on the radio now as well. And they are on this coming Saturday. And we are on, of course, on the Big Saturday football show across the rest of Scotland and that is on 4th 1 West FM TFM uh, North Sound 1 and MFR we'll be keeping you up to date with everything this coming Saturday with former and Aberdeen striker Steve Cowan right Jose Katongo.
2: Jose 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 Jose, Jose, Jose 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 I'll be
1: really disappointed if he doesn't if he doesn't pick
2: up this will be a, th- a hat trick of uh, no picking up if he does now and then I think we can probably say that he doesn't like us anymore yeah how was your Yazo, by the way? Was fine? I finished my chocolate milk. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was really nice. You had one of them before? I don't think I have. Good. <laughs> Strawberry's nice as well. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Jose, pick up. See if he doesn't pick up. I'm going to phone him later.
3: Hello. Jose Katongo. How are you doing, Jose? Hello. Thank you. How are you doing, my man? Not Not too bad. Bad. Where have you been for the last couple of weeks? We tried to phone you. No, I know. Look, I swear, I miss you. Co- I was coaching. I was the gym. I'm like, when I come back, I'm like, oh man, my pals call me, man. Yeah. I miss the call.
1: No, to be fair, we thought that because obviously it's been the school holidays and stuff, and you might have had some extra coaching and stuff like that.
3: I was, I was coaching, yeah. Because there was, was also another way. theory.
1: There was another theory that we outed you for going to Edinburgh with a woman who wasn't your
3: wife. <laughs> No, that, yeah, no, she's my pal. All
1: oh, right, she's, she's your, your pal. That's allowed. We just wanted to clear up. Ah, that's that's
3: allowed. That's allowed. No, he's my best pal. Yeah, she's she's married.
2: Again, that's again right, I, we true. don't we don't need the detail. That's fine. No, that's yeah, I, 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 Jose, have you ever thrown keys into a bowl? On a bowl? Yeah, like, see, you get your house keys and then you put them in a bowl. And put, have you ever put them in a bowl? Never. Never.
3: Never. never, never.
2: Would you like to put your keys in a bowl? I would love that. You'd love that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, but, I will I'll, I'll play. Yeah, totally. Will I'm... you play Stephen? Yeah.
1: Oh, why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, what you gonna uh, got on the rest of the week, Jose? You got a busy week lined up?
3: Yeah, yeah. My my week's always the same as the coaching and gym and
2: hey.
3: Exactly. Yeah, hey, okay. See
2: see before I let you go, Jose, I'm gonna ask you a question. It's a former professional footballer who played with hearts in a number of clubs in Scotland. If Rangers or Celtic knocked on your door to play for them, who would you play for? No,
3: I love the but Rangers, I love them too.
2: No, no, no. Which one would you choose? You said Rangers. Would you pick Rangers? No, no, no. No. Listen, (laughs) no. Nike's. What?
3: I can't... uh, I mean, I ca- I don't know. I can. You I can, can pick one.
2: It's a stupid question. It's not a stupid question. It's a stupid question. You're a professional well, no, footballer. You? You're s- the two s- biggest s- clubs s- in silly, Scotland. Silly if, one, if one of them wanted you, which one would you go to? He, he would have wanted
1: to win a title with hearts. Exactly. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly, Jose. Right, listen. Thanks
0: very much <laughs> exactly uh, for speaking. Thank
2: you. Yeah, right, no bother. We'll speak to you next week, mate. Cheers, pal. <laughs> Bye, bud. <laughs> oh, that's so good he's laughing yeah, he's do good you good. know what he's not going to be picking up the phone ever again after that question I know what stupid question it's not a stupid question. a stupid question no it's like there you go you're playing for Lully Dunfermline right and Celtic and Rangers knock on your door and they go we want Stephen Mill right we want him as our new central midfielder alongside Neil Lennon or Paul Lambert or we want them inside with, with George Albertson and, and um, Ian Durant or whatever right which club are you choosing whoever pays me the most money they're paying you the same I'd go down south (laughs) (laughs) right let's move on to the show
1: quiz oh no we've got a question time we've got a question time sorry question Uh, time first yes of course so uh, last week um, we are uh, last week we were live in Mocklin obviously for uh, Scottish Football Question Time and last week we posed the question what should we expect from Scotland at Euro 2024 so the options were as follows finish fourth in the group qualify in second or third win the group or win a knockout game and it was as follows 36% said finishing bottom of the group 36% think we've finished bottom of the group 48.2% reckon we'll qualify in second or third right only 4% thinks we'll win the group and 11% let's say think we'll win a knockout game you
2: said we should be getting to the quarter quarterfinals. quarter finals I think we'll get to the quarterfinals. I really do believe that. Okay, well everyone thinks that um we're getting knocked out in the first round.
1: We're getting to the last sixteen. The majority of oh, the think, majority think yeah. we're last
2: sixteen. Yeah.
1: A majority for last sixteen. So um we'll see what happens obviously. Uh the draw for that, by the way, for the Euro uh Finals is the second of December. So next week, eh, with the sad passing of Sir Bobby Charlton at the weekend, an icon for Manchester United, we want to ask you: Who is your icon for your club and your era? Yes. So it doesn't need to be of all time. No. Like you know, if you if you didn't see Billy McNeil play, yes. For example, yes. You know, don't pick him. No. It's your era. Someone your you first. grew up
2: with, someone yeah. that you watch, someone that you loved as a kid. You bought their strip, you put their name on the back of your yeah. strip, that kind of thing. So it's a player from your era that you see as an icon. Now, I'm a guy that was around when Gary McKay was playing for us, Henry Smith, John Robertson, John Calhoun, Sandy Jardin. I mean, we had some iconic players at the time. So for me, it would probably be between Gary McKay and John Robertson. And if you had to pick one, Probably Robo. For, I mean, for everything that he Even did. though you're selling them <laughs> <laughs> and, yes. and starts up sell. E- even though I'm selling him. Even though I'd, you're selling them, I think Aye. Robo would be my icon as a Hearts fan. What okay. about you?
1: I'd probably go for someone like Stevie
2: Crawford. Aye. What about Brewster? Brewster was superb as well. Well, but you, producer John the Falkirk fan Crawford, from your Crawford's era? that's a local
0: boy, though. So I'd yeah, recommend. I think I'd have to, it's between Lattapay and Ken McAllister, but I think just because he's Mr. Falkirk, he supports the club, it have to be Crunchy, and he's got a stand named after him as well, you know? Lattapay,
2: though, what a player he the was. The Crunchy
0: Carrot stand. Uh, so, right, um, a big question for next week, a
1: reminder, get your uh, shouts in on that big football, Scott. Who is the icon for your club and your era? So yeah. it doesn't need to be, uh, you know, for example... I'm probably a little bit too young to be remembering Nori McCarthy and stuff like that Mm -hmm. who passed away in in 96 Uh, I do remember it happening but you know I didn't really see him play or anything like that he's Mm -hmm. widely regarded as Mr Dunferman so um, I would go someone a wee bit later so it's your era your icon for your club at Big Football Scott that's the big question right we can do the quiz now sorry John it's that time of the show where we go all quiz show on the shootout. So it's like a penalty shootout. Each of us will receive five questions. We take it in turns to answer with the victor, getting the bragging rights for the rest of the week. I am winning 9-2. 9-2. Still tight. Yeah. There's a slight twist as well, remember, uh, you can go for a top bin question, which is a harder question, but worth two points. And here is our host for this week, he is back, it is producer
0: John. How you doing, John? You alright? Very well, thank you. Three points for Falkirk of the weekend, two points clear qu- at the top of League One, so on we go. Yeah, we said that, mate. Shut up. Move Right, on. okay, you going to flip the coin, Stephen? Oh, yes, yes, I'll flip the coin. Um, oh, aye. You flip it this week.
2: Okay, what do you, oh, you, flip flip it. It, uh, you yeah. call it then? You call it. What are you calling? Well, think it. You gonna call it when it's in the air? Yep. There you go. Tails. Heads. Box. So it's my call. Yeah. You enjoy go first or second? You tell me, mate, what's easier? <laughs> <laughs> um I'm can, gonna go Can gonna, you oh no and oh no, I'll say this, does not taking about
1: twenty-five years to answer the questions this week. Right. Um no there's no rules there's no time I lines. mean so
0: should up. we bring in a timer for the quiz <laughs> well you, you're the quiz master John we'll see how it goes this week but okay. there have been a lot of complaints right. so if you could hurry up oh, just a wee bit that people complain good. about anything these days <laughs> you're right you're right um, can we I'll go
2: second you're gonna go second alright oh, chance uh, to put the pressure on
0: ok right Stephen. then going first here we go first question name any side from Rangers Champions League group last season any L- side Liverpool easy one to start straight in answer the questions no farting about exactly right okay Ewan St Mirren's Ryan strain has been capped twice by which country Australia See, that's how you do it Ewan nice and quick I like it I like oh, your style is this good. week because you've got that top on you're feeling buzzed that's what it is Stephen could you stop referring to this top because I forgot I had it on <laughs> yeah. right Stephen Yeah. in what year were Hearts most recently relegated to the Scottish Championship ooh that's a good one good question hurry up Stephen um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first time
1: was the first time they got relegated was like 2013 or something and then we got
2: cheated out of it
1: and then you got relegated under we got cheated the German, out after the it. German boy um, yep. when you were bottom of the
2: league because no we were cheated and then deservedly got emails relegated. and phone calls and shit like oh, that. Oh,
1: it must have been during COVID, so it must have been twenty twenty. There we go.
2: When the season ended early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we folk up or cheated out the league that
0: year as well, so that's that that right. was very funny. A yeah. very
1: funny time for everyone.
0: Yeah. Right, Ewan. Uh huh. Name any set of brothers currently playing in the Scottish Premiership. Any set of brothers, both playing in the Scottish Premiership at the moment it's fairly easy there's three options here Ewan
2: see when you've got no the
0: more answer. clues John see no when you've clues. got
2: the can answer in front of you everything is easy right so don't give me that bullshit there's a famous phrase it's
1: only easy if you know the answer correct and he knows the answer yeah. I mean I know the answer I as well I bet you could
2: do them all yeah I, I, I've got I've certainly got two
1: there's three, three
2: sets of brothers in the Scottish Premier League yeah all playing in the Scottish Premier League mm-hmm. yeah Oh, Forrest! Alan, um,
0: Alan, and James Forrest. Get in, Stephen. Can you do the other two? The Kelly brothers. Yeah. Where are they? Livingston and Motherwell.
1: And Motherwell, uh-huh. yeah. And oh, Mackay, Shinnies. Oh, the Shinnies. Graham and Andrew.
0: Yeah. So oh aye, okay. Aye, yeah, well done. Uh, right. Okay, back to you, Stephen what club does Aidan McGeady currently play for what club does Aidan McGeady currently play for
1: Air United 3-2 straight over yeah. the answer Not yeah about.
0: right Ewan back yeah. to you go uh, on who is the most capped player named in the last Scotland squad so the squad that was announced to play Spain and France who was the most capped player in that squad that's like a top bin question, mate. That is you're, not a you're top bin question. That the, is you're not ripping a top the piss. bin question. You are ripping the piss. That is not a top That's bin That's a top question. bin See, question. See, when you think about it, it's not a top bin question. <laughs> John, ah. shut up. <laughs> when you think about it, I'm telling Shut to fix up, Stephen.
2: <laughs> shut up. All he is, just shut up. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Do my head in with there's this a, crap. There's a really. Famous phrase that's—it's only easy if you know the answer. It's either McGregor or Robertson. It has to be one of those two. Oh, it's not Tierney because he's been injured a lot. It's quite be Robertson. Is it McTomin? It's not McTominay. Is it McGinn? Do you know who it isn't? Ah, uh, it's not Shea Adams, it's right? It's, I know it's, it's not,
1: not Liam Kelly, or Xander Clark. Right.
2: It's either. It's not Ryan Porteous. Stephen, really? I'm ruling people out for you. I'm giving you... Don't you, it, you think I'm, I know these things? It's who's the most capped. You don't know how to buy a nice. It's mice. Roberts... It's Robertson McGregor. I don't think it's McTominay. It's not Mc... It's McGinn. It's Robertson... Oh. It's Robertson I'd probably McGinn. go with... Shut up! I'd go with one of them. Shut up. I'd go with one of them. Shut up! In the, cu- in the last Scotland squad yep. for Spain yeah. who was the most cap in the mm-hmm. squad but not in the starting 11 who have you narrowed it down to uh, Robertson McGregor and
1: McGinn right I've narrowed it down to those three as well so we're, on, we're in the same boat here you and accept right. it doesn't matter if I get it wrong yeah. and it matters if you do
2: So not the starting 11 well,
0: it no been the, been the squad, start,
2: the, squad in the, the whole squad. squad Jesus Christ just answer the question I'm going to go with Robertson
0: final answer yeah
2: what's it what's it what's his,
0: the numbers for these 67 three 67 caps for Roberts and I think McGinn is the next one down I think about 62 Ma- McGregor, oh,
1: McGinn McGregor. doesn't have as as many as you'd think because he hmm. actually took quite a long time to get into the squad oh right because yeah. really he only became proper regular was it under Dyla or even Rogers Dyla uh, must have been yeah yeah. so, so, so McGinn's second in that squad whereas yeah. Robertson's been in the squad for years yeah 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 okay. that's why I would have gone for him well, well. done
0: Ewan great, well three done. Right. great minds thank, thank you 3-3 like. three, right. three. okay Stephen do you want uh, what are the rules on the top bin do I need to ask you before every question or do you need to nominate the top bin you're the quizmaster, John I did All oh, oh, I'm asking for is consistency controversy two weeks ago when we did this I know And then I believe there was a rule set last week when I was off And uh,
2: The rule set last week was that we will nominate when we want to top right, bin Right,
0: okay, in that case, so I don't have to ask the question No, you don't If you don't. want to go top bin, you just tell me yes. Alright then Right Gary Caldwell is currently in charge of which English side, Stephen?
2: Uh, oh I don't know that Is it Exeter? Exeter? Yeah. Where'd you get that from?
1: Where ha- did you get that from? I have no idea where I managed to from. I mean, you looked thought. properly blank. Do you know what it was? Wigan beat Exeter on Saturday. And I remember
2: looking because I Sean Maloney. Sean so Maloney's in
1: charge of Wigan, but they're, oh, like, right, t- they're like third bottom in the league and it was their first win in ages. And then I was like, oh, Gary was at Exeter. I think mean, he was a bit of a Wigan
0: legend as well. But, right? I, but I never checked. I just assumed that Gary Caldwell was still at Exeter. Good up. one. 4 3. There we go. Right, you and you, your turn. Um, Kevin, this bit started his professional career at which current championship side?
2: It's not your team, is it? It's not Dunfermline. He was there, but it's not Dunfermline. Uh, did, did he not go on loan to you first before you got him? Or did you just get him? Oh, God. It's not Dunfermline. Oh God! It's not going to be a long question. It's not going to be one of of those
0: questions.
2: Did you get them from your rivals, Wraith Rovers?
1: I'm not giving you any clues.
0: That would be against the spirit of the game, (laughs) Ian.
2: To go four-four, I'm going to go Wraith Rovers.
0: Wraith Rovers final answer. (sighs) Yeah. Ah. No! 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 Stephen, have you got the answer for him? Partick Thistle. That is
1: right. Partick yeah. Thistle released him.
0: Did they? He went yeah. to Wraith
1: Rovers and scored loads of goals, but then Wraith managed <sighs> to balls up his contract in some way, so we got him on a free and then sold him for So Zaman. it was Partick first, then Wraith. Yes. And then
0: you. But Partick would have been in the Premiership at that time. Now... <sighs> Obviously, you can still get back in this game, Ewan, you and if I know, f- I'm going to go. Right? Oh, I'm okay. going to have well, you'll to go, have for... to go for, but Stephen gets to has to get us first, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm still in front. Four yeah. three. Four yeah. three. That's to go five three in front. Yeah. Five three. Really put me at a good advantage here. Shut. Up. <laughs> Stephen. Yes. Elvis Presley's "Can't Help Falling in Love with You" is synonymous with which Scottish club? What? Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling In Love With You is synonymous with which Scottish club? I don't
2: have a No, really? Oh,
0: wow. Do you know that,
2: Ewan? Wow. I I can't stand Elvis Presley's shite. I
1: prefer the UB40 version.
2: So do I. Much better, 1993. Um, Good trumpets in it. Well, it's not Celtic. It's not. Rangers.
1: You're not. Oh, oh You're entire... don't,
0: don't start there. Don't start. I'm don't can, do, it, John, don't just, do a UN. Don't do a
1: UN. Can I just ask? No, and that last question you gave him a specific league and you've just given me 42 clubs
0: in Scottish football don't worry no, Do I... you should know no 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 don't you dare give I'll him the no, league I'm not going to give him the I league I think you I need to be just... fair well John you think think just you need, need to, to shut here no, John
2: that's the question you John you need to shut your face now you, you just need to give you, an answer you, you need to be fair no. here John no you don't there's no fairness no,
0: in no, it no, you gave him a specific
2: league you narrowed the it
0: a specific league or not don't worry the next question's is very similar
1: do you mean the next question is very simple? You'll
0: find out once you answer this question, Stephen. Right, well, it's not Celtic. It's not Rangers. Stephen, you, Stephen you're not going to go through 42 I don't clubs. Well. I don't
1: think it's Motherwell. I don't think it's Aberdeen.
2: You're not going to go through 42 clubs. Just pick a fucking team. Dundee United.
0: Dundee United, final answer. Yeah. If you've pulled us out the bag, I'll be raging. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe <laughs> I that. I can't believe that! Believe that. <laughs> <laughs> How?! They believe the pod, they've got a podcast called (laughs) Wise Men Sees as well. (laughs) Go away! I cannot believe he's killed that. You (laughs) and you to go for the top bin. I'm going to go for the
2: top bin for two points and take it to a tie break. right. He's pulled two in the bag with Exeter and Dundee
0: (laughs) United. Right, you're in top bin for you then, and this is to take it to a tie break. Go on. And we've talked about him in this (laughs) podcast already. Uh huh. How many different clubs has Henrik Larsson played for? Different clubs, right? Uh-huh. And I'm including loan spells as well. How many uh, different clubs in has Henrik total? Played? How many different clubs? <laughs> Am I not getting any leeway with this? He might play. It's for... a top bin question. Yeah, it's a top bin question. So, how many different clubs has Henrik Larsson <laughs> played for? Including loan spells. Including loan spells, and, and obviously doubles. You need to get no this doubles. to equalise. <sighs> to equalise. Yeah, okay,
2: I'm,
1: I'm two in front here.
2: His sons at the club that he first started at. Uh. in total, all the clubs that he's been at and played football at, including loans.
0: Club football, yeah. We won't take take Sweden as one of the. Okay,
2: right, and even loans. So he was clearly on loan. How many times did he go on loan? So I'm going to assume that he went out on loan once or twice, right, when he was young. Man United, Barcelona, Celtic. Right.
1: I think uh, I've got. I, I've got an answer.
2: I think it's five or six. I'm. I'm going to go for two points to take it to a tie break. I'm going to go for six clubs. Six. Six.
0: I wrote down five. You've wrote, written down five. Right. Okay. I think it's six.
2: And Marshall is saved five. Yes.
0: I'm afraid it was 7 you and you were oh, run out. No! He Shit. had two um, spells at Hoc- Hockerburg, right. uh, BK, two spells at Helsingborg, Feyenoord, Celtic, Barcelona, went back to Helsingborg. was then loaned out to Man United, and he played one game for RA IF. I have no idea who RA IF are, but he played one and game for how them. How
2: weird is that, that? The final question was with Henrik
0: Larson, and I'm wearing his jersey. There you go, and there you go, Stephen, well Thank done. Thank you, that
2: takes
1: it up to double digits, 10-2 victory. It's cowboy time for you and Cameron, and it's time you got that bag up and put your stuff away like you do every single week. Show them, the, give them the money shot, give them the bag.
2: No, not the bag. Again, I keep telling you, there is nothing wrong with the bag. It's what I keep my stuff in. And um, well done, Stephen. Congratulations. I was good this week, wasn't I? You were lucky. You carried a lot of luck You carried a lot of luck. You you pulled out names out of the air that don't make any sense to me whatsoever. Unless you were just plain dumb and you actually knew the answer. It was was a
0: little bit slumdog millionaire for Stephen (laughs) (laughs) this week. Dundee United exter. The the Dundee United one, to be fair... Uh, do they play it at the end of the matches Aye, nobody cares yeah, yeah, yeah. well I mean lots of people care I uh, had a, do you know what I had another one for you Ewan Roy Orbison's only the only is associated with which cop do you know that one I'm not listening
1: he's, he's, he's got not, his headphones I've got no idea nah, yeah, who is it alright okay yeah. fair enough uh, right okay uh, some matches this week obviously in Europe uh, you've got Celtic versus Atletico Madrid at Parkhead on Wednesday night as we mentioned earlier on Sparta Prague versus Rangers and Aberdeen are taking on Pauksalonica at Petodre so we'll see what happens full card next weekend hopefully we'll actually have some fixtures and the weather will be alright as well get in touch with your answer to the big question we're looking for your icon and your era at your club it's at Big Football Scott you can comment on YouTube as well and of course our big new game it starts up and sell it is Henrik Larson uh, who cares Ali McCoist and John who Robertson cares? there he is just moaning he's already going away see you later bye, Ewan. and uh, you can get in touch again on at Scott on YouTube and on Instagram and Facebook give us a can follow do. enjoy the rest of your week Ewan can't get out we're stuck in here forever
2: see you later guys bye bye